0: Welcome to Comforting the Chaos. I'm your host, Paula Furman. And I'm
1: Jackie Palm. Today we're going to talk about therapy, kind of in general, because I think we've somehow made it this far into episode nine without actually discussing therapy. (laughs) Yep. Because, so like we started off the podcast with like talking about trauma, like what trauma is, all that kind of stuff, and we've we've talked about our own kind of like mental health journeys and like the things that that pop up in real time for that cuz like we're it's not like we're on the other side of everything we're both at different different points in our in our journeys of healing so um but we haven't really like delved into talking about therapy like what it is what we thought it was going to be going into it like our experiences With therapy and stuff.
0: And so I thought maybe that would be a good thing to talk about today. Therapy, for me, it's a little bit different than it is for Jackie. Because we're in different parts of our journey. And we're different people and we have different experiences. (laughs) Yeah, all of the above. It's a little bit harder for me. I don't want to say to talk about therapy. But just to include therapy in my life, period. I feel like... It's not that I don't want therapy. It's just that I've never known therapy.
1: It hasn't been like a part of your Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. It wasn't a part of my conversation. Oh, that's true. Growing up. That's true. (laughs) It should have been, but it wasn't. Nobody really talked about mental health. Hmm. I gotta gotta think think about it. I don't know. Even I don't know. know where you
0: got the help from or like the idea to get the help.
1: Um so the when I started going to therapy after like my like suicide attempt that because my mom s- said something's wrong with you. You need you need to like talk to someone and that was like nobody was like, "Hey, let me take you let me take you. you or like let me help you find something so i had to kind of look on my own and i think i had taken like a psychology course in like high school maybe and i had been intrigued by it but like didn't really do anything with it and then when i originally went to college i went for english secondary education and like was looking at like literature and stuff because i really like reading and writing And I had originally wanted to go to school for creative writing, but the college that I wanted to go to was in Vermont, and my mom was like, no. So I was like, oh. And then, like, nowhere else around here at the time really had, like, a creative writing program. So I was like, well, what if I go to school for English, secondary education? And then I did, like, a practicum at a high school, and I was like, absolutely not. I don't want to do this. I can't (laughs) see myself doing this. And then... I took a break from school and then when I went back to school I went in undeclared and then I took a psychology course and got like a, a really high grade in it like higher than <laughs> like I got like extra credit and stuff and the professor was like I know you're undeclared but I really think you should go into psychology and I was like okay. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> um and then like when uh, so like after that is when I had like gone to No, when when I was originally in like college the first time and I went to go see like the school therapist and that therapist was like not good. All she did like the whole time was she was like are your parents alcoholics? And I was like, no. And she's like, are you sure they're not alcoholics? And you just don't know? And I was like, no. And, like, she, like, every session I had with her, she was like, but, like, alcoholics? And I was like, "Mm, nope, still not. (laughs) Still not alcoholics. Like, we don't even have, like, alcohol in our house. So, like, I don't know. Like, I think something else is wrong. But then, like, that was, like, one of those things that, like, made me question, like, like, do they have to be alcoholics for me to be feeling like something's wrong at home? So I think that made me like question it. So anyways, fast forward, you know, I I get told, hey, maybe you should go into psychology. I'm going to a therapist that I found on my own that was great. Like she was fantastic. And I saw her for quite a few years and then I mean, and then, you know, school came and went and (laughs) life happened and I kept not going to school and then going back to school and then finding a job and whatever. But after my oldest was born and then after my mom died, I had like decided that like no matter what I was going to go back into like whatever I was going to work for, I was going to go to work in some mental health Fields, so that's all I would look for was and I called around like I would just like jot down names of offices that I saw when I was driving around and I would call them and ask if they were hiring for whatever and then where we worked together popped up and that's how I ended up there and then knew that my like eventual goal was to like work as a counselor and so or a therapist, whatever, and and then from there is when I moved to the hospital, the, like the mental health hospital, and then that got a job like that, that we both because th- then I <laughs> then I dragged you there with me um, <laughs> after that, and then and then that's where I got my job as as a therapist for a little bit, and so I think the interest has always been there for me. But I didn't really I, I don't want to say like I I don't really know like how much I understood of it until probably like when I had done like my first internship when I lived in North Carolina for a while and like actually like sat with people and like observed sessions and stuff. And I was like I could do this all day and you wouldn't have to pay me like if I didn't have bills to pay like I could sit here all day and try and help people and I would be fine I do in fact need money though so like <laughs> that unfortunately is not an option but that's when like my passion for it like really bloomed I think and yeah so like I feel like it's been there like this whole time although I will say thinking thinking back about it now because I'm trying to think of like when mental health popped up in my family like my dad's older sister she passed away when I was you know, like sixth grade, so like twelve, I guess. She had spent time inpatient at like a mental institution in Baltimore, and that was like very much looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And now I think to myself, like looking back on like those stories that like happened as a kid, I'm like, woo, yeah. She probably needed a hell of a lot more support, but y'all thought she was crazy. And she might have, like, had some mm-hmm. some moments mm-hmm. that she was struggling with, but, like, there was a reason why she was struggling. So, like...
0: There's deeper...
1: Uh, yeah. Deeper. So, I think in my family, I don't think that mental health was really looked... I mean, you know, like I said, like, when, when I, you know, was really depressed, my mom was like, something's wrong with you. Like, not... Like, a, there's no reason for it. Like, something's wrong with you. And, like, that's the part of, like, trauma-informed care that, like, speaks to me, right? Because, like, it's not about something being wrong with you. It's what happened to you to get you to feel this way. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, completely understand. Because I feel like in my community, it's very looked up on as you're crazy, you know? Like... It's always that you always have the fear of people thinking you're crazy. People that don't even know that you're going to therapy. You're like, oh, they're going to find out. Yeah. They're going to think I'm crazy or they're going to think something's wrong with me. Right. And I I think that that was the biggest issue. Right. And that's like for me, I think it's part of why I feel sometimes so hesitant f- for therapy. Yeah. Um, Or that I was so hesitant to go to therapy. Yeah. Because I don't want to be seen as, like, someone who's, like, defective or has, like, an issue.
1: Yeah. Do you think that, like, it says
0: something negative about you? I used to. Yeah. Until I actually went. And I'm like, "Eh, there's so much butter up inside of me (laughs) that should come out. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I think that for me now it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um. The issues are different issues as to like why therapy is you know a little bit hard is me finding a therapist that yeah. I can connect with in a way. Yeah. Um. But not anymore. The fact that I think people think I'm crazy because if anything we're all crazy. I
1: guess. <laughs> well, um, I think like uh, the thing like the term crazy, right? Like it mm-hmm. has such a. It's kind of like you know when we talk about how like your brain loves to categorize stuff and so if like trauma happens in your life and hard things happen in your life and you don't know how to to sort it of course you're going to feel a little crazy because you don't like you're looking at other people and you're like why (laughs) why can't I like get it together like why can't Like, why can't I feel this way about this thing when I'm, like, watching somebody else, like, deal with the same thing and they feel that way? So, like, I think it makes sense (laughs) in that way. But, like, I think, like, everybody has stuff that's going Mm -hmm. on in their lives, whether they talk about it openly or not. And, yeah, like, I think, like, that's kind of, of, like, part of, like, the podcast, too, right? Like, we all have shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just about whether or not you want to, like, bring it to the light where it can, like, dissipate versus, like, keeping it, like, festering and molding and growing in the dark, in in my opinion. <laughs> well, no,
0: I completely, I completely agree. I probably, like, I, I realized my mom did take me to therapy before. But I was already in high school, and I probably needed it before that. Um, No, I did need it before that (laughs) correction. But, um, you know, she's not, she wasn't educated on that. Yeah. And she she did what she could with with what she had at the time. Right. And she at least tried. I refused later on to go back. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't, I'm not going to do that, you know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. And again, there's nothing wrong. It's normal life. It's, it it's seeking it is, support. It's yes. not, and it's like it's if you have an issue, you fix. You know, you you fix the problem, and that's kind of like the start. For me, I have a question. Yeah,
1: culturally, for you, do you? Because I I know that like my family, I think like mm-hmm. they kind of have it in the same way, but like maybe different wording. But like, do you think like? Is it more of, like, a we don't talk to other people about our problems? Like, we don't let people, like, we don't let people know, like, what's going on inside. Like, we present, like, this, like, front.
0: um I I think part of it, yeah. Yeah. Part of it is you got to pretend you're strong and you got to be a strong woman. Yeah. You got to be, you know, you can't confide on other people to, you know, make you better. Like, you got to do this, you know. If, mm-hmm. you know, you're not crazy. You're just going through something. You can get, you can get over it. Yeah. Um, like on just, your own without, yeah. especially yeah. cause you're talking about these people that went through so much in life and now yeah. they're older and life is a little bit more calm for them. Right. So they're like, Oh, I just went through all that. I survived it. Now I'm here. Yeah. But like, are you completely happy now? Like, yes. And there's no such thing as maybe completely happy. Right. But like, are you, is your mind at peace? Right. Or do you still think about all those hard things you went through and like what was normal, what wasn't? I'm sure there's a plenty that were not normal. Right. Things, you know, like it's just. I think like sometimes
1: I think people really make peace with what was, but not peace like internally where it's just like this like seat of like acceptance. Mm -hmm. I think of like, well, this happened. Oh, well. Yeah, like and it happens I, to people. I mean,
0: you, hello. Like you're talking to the <laughs> most you make fun of me for that all the time. Well, I not don't make love. Fun of it, you literally <laughs> just cry for me. Well,
1: I, I, I told you the other day when you were mm-hmm. sharing a lot <laughs> of information. I was like, Paula, stop. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing, but it was not because like I was I would didn't think it was funny. I was just like like you have been through so much can you i can't can't. like i'm gonna cry so i'm gonna have like this like weird reaction like emotional reaction of just like laughing because (sighs) you know what's
0: funny like (laughs) what's weird is like to me this is just my everyday like what was my everyday life so to me i'm like why are you so weirded out by it because you share really sad <laughs> things, and then I'm like, and then ah. it wasn't. Yeah, I like remember like when <laughs> when we used to work together at the hospital. Yeah, and I would bring up stuff. You guys would be like, everybody would just <laughs> stare at you. <laughs> There's always some and, sad story, right? <laughs> yeah, but like that's how they feel. Like you know, my mom. Like sometimes she talks about like, oh yeah, I worked for a family when I was like, ten. I had to leave the house and work for them. Cleaning and stuff like that, and I'm like, look at my child, who's you know almost ten, or my one that was ten, and I'm like, I cannot picture Mm-mm. sending my son at the age of ten to work in a house, no, to help a family, correct. So then I'm like, and she's to them, they all did that. So then, so her, it was that normal. was normal, right? So you know, it's not that big of a deal, like to her, like. Talking about, oh, yeah, I went to school and I only got to finish one grade, and to me, I'm like how like how did you learn how to read and write on my own kind of thing? I'm like that's a lot, right, I you know a lot of a lot of us back in the day they didn't get to do school, you know, we didn't have the chance. that's really sad, <laughs> but to her, that's just normal, that was normal life, yeah.
1: And that's what I'm talking about, like, that, like, certain level of, like, acceptance. Because if you let yourself go there completely, you're like, nope, can't actually let myself feel the way that I.
0: Well, you know, that's the sad part. Because of that, because of me growing up seeing certain things that uh-huh. were not okay. Yeah. Now I say it's normal. But then now, like, now that I'm, like, in therapy and I realize I'm like, no, that's not. Right. That's not normal. Right. So like, that's how therapy helps for me. Yeah. Realizing that some things are not normal. When I told when I told my therapist about certain things in my childhood, he was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, wait, Jackie says the same thing. I'm like, wait, this is not normal. Like, (laughs) it really isn't, you know, and like, it's just, yeah, a lot of things yeah we all go through hard things but then just some are just really not normal well
1: so like I've talked about that before too is where like we kind of like minimize our own stuff because of like things that are going on around us we'll Mm. be like oh well at least this didn't happen to me or like this wasn't happening so like was it really that bad or whatever and like that um what do I what do I want to call it like crap Lost, I lost, I lost my time. word. Compare, like, like comparing, fun. like, like whose trauma is worse or whatever. Like, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't do anybody, like, any service mm-hmm. to, like, minimize, like, their own experience mm-hmm. just because somebody else also went mm-hmm. through something. And, like, I find it fascinating sometimes because like I like I've done it myself right like Mm -hmm. I would be like you know um well like my dad is more like emotionally Mm -hmm. mentally abusive um you know he was physically abusive to my mom a couple of times Mm -hmm. but I would be like but that only happened like a couple of times Mm -hmm. and then like mental and emotional abuse like that's not nearly as bad as like somebody like ending up in the hospital and like and also like my dad doesn't hit us like mm-hmm. me and my brother. So like I So he
0: has a limit. So like he has a limit. Yeah.
1: Like you know, and like there's all this like justification going on mm-hmm. or whatever in my head. And then I'd be like, well like childhood trauma. Like if I think of childhood trauma, I'm gonna think of like a kid being like put in a closet and like you know left there for weeks with like no food and then i'd be like well that's childhood trauma obviously Mm -hmm. or like being like beaten or whatever Mm -hmm. that's childhood trauma but like i would just be like oh no like and you know i'm blowing things out of proportion Mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna you know and then like i was saying like i have a therapist that's like but are your parents alcoholics? And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. So like, well, it must be way worse to have parents who are alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And so like, let me, let me just like minimize, 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 minimize. Meanwhile, I still feel like shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, we are making this out of me worse than it actually is. So whatever. And so like when I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what? Like some of this wasn't okay. And then I had to like hear my therapist like say, Some stuff. And, you know, like one of the things being like, if... Would you leave Griffin home alone taking care of a baby, like your baby? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Why'd your mom think it was okay to leave, Mm. you know, you home alone taking care of your brother? Ooh. I don't really think about it, like that. Or like my mom uh she had type 1 diabetes and it was very not under control very well and so from a very young age i had to like be responsible for her medically <laughs> like if she had like a low sugar episode like i would mm-hmm. have to you know call 911 get her or like you know get her some well not before i called 911 like get her some juice like do whatever and like i remember like calling my dad because he worked third shift and i would be like hey like you know like mommy's sick like can you come here and he'd be like deal with it yourself and then hang out the phone i'm working i can't help you and i was like five six maybe so then i like look at like like you were saying like how you like look at your child. your child and like i like look at you know Grayson now who is five and a half and like think about making him be like responsible for me medically there's no way there's no way that I could do that but yet that expectation was like on me as as a little kid and so until somebody was like like kind of like made that comparison for me like would you like can you imagine that and I would be like no and then like be like okay well wait like I was that kid. (laughs) That expectation was there. Um, These things were going on around me, like emotional and mental abuse are abuse. Even if you, you know, aren't getting hit in the face, it doesn't really feel great to be like told that you're stupid for years and years and years and, you know, whatever. So like that, that part of it, like, I feel like it didn't, do me any favors in the long term Mm -hmm. to pretend like everything was okay or like I was making a like a mountain out of a molehill or whatever Mm -hmm. because it hurt me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's what mattered what mattered is that it hurt and what mattered is that it like it disrupted my 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 life (laughs) like growing up or whatever and it's made me feel a certain way about myself and about other people and and whatever else and so like that matters it doesn't not that it doesn't matter that other things are happening to other people Mm -hmm. but that also also doesn't mean that I can't care about what other people have been through and still care about you know what I Experienced, well, it's like,
0: like, cause my situation doesn't take away from your situation. Right, and your situation doesn't take away. It's still a situation. Right, like no it, it's why. still, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's the like part that a lot of people need to like understand. Like, right, it's almost like a puzzle. Right, kind of thing. Like, you know, mine has a different, like, how do you say that shape, and in right. yours, you know, and somehow like connect to help each yeah. other out in a way. Right, form the puzzle but like it's it's different stories and and it's okay like i learned that too like because where i come from with having less at some point yeah it's always like be grateful for what you have it's okay yes i'm grateful but at the same time what i didn't have also hurt me right because i noticed that like a lot of stuff with like like my dad for instance I'm in a different gratefulness for him now than I was back then. Yeah. Because I was like, at first, I was so angry that I'd be like, I'm happy he's not in my life. It could have been worse. Right. Now I'm in a different place. Like, okay, it's fine that he's not in my life. I'm happy that my siblings got a dad. Yeah. And that I didn't. But like, you know, yes, the past, there's different things that still hurt. Right. That bothered me, that affected me. Right. And to who I am, you know, that... Molded me into yeah. the, the, some of the issues I have now. Of course, I'm not blaming it all on him, but it is a lot to do with. Yeah, no, am.
1: no I, don't, I don't think it's about blame. Like, no, I don't, no. I don't think it. I think I accountability. maybe? I, can, I think it's accountability. I think it's responsibility. And then I think it's like just. Like, a certain level of, like, self-awareness and then, like, a certain level of, like, love for yourself mm-hmm. where you can come from and, like, know that you, like, make mistakes. I think there – and I, I could be wrong in, in how I'm phrasing this, but hopefully not. <laughs> and, um, there's, like, kind of, like, a generational gap with mm-hmm. that kind of stuff of, like, a, accountability sort of things because mm-hmm. I think, like – our parents' generation kind of, and maybe a little bit trickle down from there, Mm -hmm. like kind of thinks that like if you go to therapy and you're talking about your parents, then they must be the worst people in the entire world and oh, like they can't do anything right and blah, blah, blah. And like Mm -hmm. they take it to like this this extreme, right? And it's not necessarily about that, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's about being able to like go to someone and say, hey, when this happened like this this affected me in this way and because like if you like it, like in our relationship like if you came to me and said hey i am making the most generous assumption of what you what you said and it still kind of hurt like it hurt me when you said x mm-hmm. y and z if if you come to me with that, I'm going to probably feel uncomfortable because I don't ever want to hurt you. <laughs> but then, two, be like, oh, shit, I hurt you. So how do I, like, move forward from this? And then I would say, I, I am so sorry that I hurt you and that my words came out in that way to you. And I... It, Not my intention at all, but my intention doesn't really matter in this moment if that's what hurt you. So, like, here's how I'm going to, like, make sure that I don't do that to you again. And then chances are (laughs) you, after coming to me, would be like, I feel heard. I feel validated. Like, I know that she cares. And, like, I felt like I could go to her and, like, let her know that she made a mistake. I, I, in that conversation can't feel like oh my god she hates me and now I'm like the worst person in the world because she's never going to want to be part of my life again you know blah 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 like I tried my best I didn't mean it I didn't mean to do that like Mm -hmm. I didn't whatever like it's not about that like it's about me saying like oh shit I'm a human person who made a mistake and said the wrong thing and now I own it and then I move forward and I think there's like this there's this gap of like guilt and shame that Mm -hmm. is, like, attached to people where they're like, I can't hear what I did wrong because then that means that I'm the worst possible thing ever. And I don't think that's true. Right, like, it's about them and not about you, Mm -hmm. whereas it has to be about both. And there has to be balance, like, within that, in those relationships. And and so, you know, I know that I've seen a lot about, like, older generations being, like, Oh, well, like, if you go to therapy, what are you just talk about everything that I did wrong and how I screwed you up and blame me or whatever? Like, it's not really about that. It's about acceptance for what happened and then trying to, like, grow past it and not just get into this weird, like, complacency place of, well, c'est la vie. It happened. It is what, what it is what it is.
0: I hear a lot of, like, it's just who I am.
1: I hate that phrase.
0: Um, for instance, my father is always Hey, why don't you call? Why don't you oh it's just just I'm not the calling type. It's just who I am. I'm not like that. Or, you know, like why couldn't you be there? Like it's just who I am. I that's something that like I can't connect with. I can't Right, like that like
1: complacency of like being unable to change
0: and it's okay to not be held accountable because that's just who you are right like I just to me it, it, it just I can't fathom like no um, and that happens a lot especially in the community that I am
1: yeah well I, I, I mean that takes a certain level of like self uh, like I was saying like it takes a certain level of like self-awareness and like love for yourself too right like love for yourself even if you Make a mistake because we all every I don't care who it is. Like everybody says the wrong thing at some point or does the wrong thing makes a wrong joke at the wrong time. You know, you know what I mean? Like they're Mm -hmm. like everybody does that. But like, can you still love yourself if you make a mistake? I feel like that like that comes across really differently (laughs) if you like in your relationships, if you can still be okay with yourself even if you screwed up.
0: I I mean, but yeah, I do agree that, that that does. I mean, I feel like the world would be a better place if that actually was something that happened often.
1: Yes! Yes! That's the whole point. End of the episode, end of the series. The whole world would be a better place if people loved themselves and loved other people! I Like, I don't... I... yeah... Mm-hmm. And if
0: they held themselves accountable for their actions too. But if you yeah, love yourself,
1: you can hold yourself a little bit more accountable because you're not being angry at yourself for not being perfect. So first of all, I want to say before I like go into this conversation, I am very aware that like going to therapy is a privilege, mm-hmm. for sure. But not everybody has access to it. I wish that that was different. Also, not everybody has access to a therapist that like looks like them and is from the same. You know, background as them. I also have the privilege of having that. So I want to acknowledge that before I go into this and say that I all, like, I, I hope that one day the system is much more accessible. And I think there are a lot of agencies out there that are trying to like make that happen. And I, I hope that that happens because I think it changed my life and I think it made my life better. I think working as a therapist and Going to therapy made me change my whole viewpoint on how things are, how things should be, how we should care about other people.
0: I wonder if, like, that's, like, the main issue. Like, we're so overwhelmed with life that, like, a therapist is one that helps us navigate our way through life.
1: And yeah.
0: through our issues more than anything.
1: I mean, so, so here's the, here's... Here's the thing. Like, I don't think therapy is what people think it is. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I've had this conversation with a couple of people before. So apologies if you feel called out (laughs) in this conversation because I've had it with multiple people. You don't. Huh? You're probably one one of them. You don't go to therapy for the therapist to fix you. Yes. And I think that and you don't go to therapy for a therapist to give you all of the advice. Mm -hmm. that's not what therapy is to
0: make you understand everything
1: right or like trying to make you understand other people so like therapy in my mind and like how you know how i kind of look at it is that it's kind of like a sounding board Mm -hmm. you should be talking more than your therapist talks Mm -hmm. first of all which i think some people are super uncomfortable with that that especially when they're not big talkers not me not me. I'm fine with it.
0: <laughs> my therapist <didn't
1: laughs> tell you that. My therapist has to cut me off sometimes because she's like, "Can I, can I reflect back to you?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot you were here. <laughs> I just like my hearing th- myself talk."
0: My favorite uh, thing is listening to my therapist say, "Wow, I didn't know I was gonna get that much from you." Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Welcome. But so, like, I think I think some people had the conception that like you're gonna go to therapy. Like, you're going to sit down. You'll introduce yourselves to each other. Sure. And then the therapist is going to be like, okay, so here are steps one through seven. Follow these exactly and your life will be perfect. And I'll never see you again. Thanks. Have a great day.
0: It's like going to a doctor. Here's my prescription.
1: Which, like, that's not. Like, right. Like, so, like, what it actually is is, like, going, you know, however often you're able to go and – like sitting with yourself in discomfort and sitting with yourself in sadness and letting yourself feel all of your feelings and like validate yourself and whatever. It's listening to someone who is, like, I think the sign of a good therapist is, like, someone who challenges your thinking. Like, not somebody – you're not going to therapy for a yes man to be like, well, that's really hard. Well, that was really bad. That Oh, that sucks that that happened to you. Like, they are there to validate you, but they're not there to agree with everything you say. So if you are, you know, talking about yourself in a – like, you know, if I'm like, I'm a terrible mom and my therapist says to me, hey, draggy first of all like let's sit with that why do you feel that way and then like are you and then i say oh no (sighs) never mind (laughs) you're right um like she needs to like challenge my my thinking about that or like you know my thinking about myself like she needs to challenge my thinking about myself to say hey you know, I noticed that you're kind of like not being very nice to yourself in this situation. Why is that? Like, why are you, like, why are you being so hard on yourself? Like, are, like, did you just make a mistake? And then I'm like, maybe, <laughs> like, you need someone, someone to challenge you. But I don't go to therapy and like expect. Someone who has not lived my life or felt my feelings or have the relationships that I have to tell me how to live my life. I do think that if you are very much like in crisis mode, like that can be really helpful. And I, I and I know that I, I acted as that person for a lot of my patients when I worked at the clinic because they didn't necessarily have anybody else in their life that was particularly supportive of them. So that's kind of a different role. But for those of us outside of that that are kind of looking looking for therapy, like more on, you know, this side of things, like – that's kind of, like, what you're looking for. And even if you're, you know, in therapy for other reasons, like, that should be the point that you eventually get to is, like, this, like, empowerment place yeah. of, like, hey, like, I am in control of my own life and my actions and my reactions and, and all of that. And, like, here's what to do with that. And then also not putting a timeline on things mm-hmm. to say, okay, well, when I'm done step seven, life will be peachy forever. And I will know how to deal with everything that ever comes at me because I will tell you, in the past almost eight years, I've had so many curveballs thrown at me that, like, I'm very glad that I had therapy as a support because I needed help navigating each different thing. And it was helpful to have somebody there to do it because I'm already trying to heal from stuff. And then more stuff, life likes to, like, let more stuff happen to you to, like... (laughs) test your (laughs) endurance or whatever but like so so that kind of like I think that you know not having like that misconception Mm -hmm. of therapy that it's going to fix you that they're going to sit there and tell you one they're going to like validate everything you ever say about yourself or your situation because you need somebody that challenges you and that Admitting that you need therapy means that you're like some that you're like crazy or like weak or something, because Mm -hmm. I think the there's like this like surge in like our culture of like this, like hyper independence, like Mm -hmm. you have to love yourself before anyone else can love you. And you have to be able to do everything on your own. And I don't think that that's true. I think you just need the right people in your corner mm-hmm. to like love you and and know you can't expect to get everything you need from someone else but that doesn't mean that you don't need anybody else in your life.
0: <laughs> I feel like you said it when you were just saying all that like therapy is support. Yes so it literally that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, my therapist used some like really good like like description of what he feels therapy is like. Mm -hmm. So he said it's like a fire burning Mm -hmm. um, and the flames are just going really high because that's how you, you know, stuff is going on. Right. um, Make you feel. And therapy is there to like die down that fire. Yeah. And at the end, it'll always be like a lit fire. Right. Um, But the flames won't be as high.
1: And, like, they don't need to come out of the fireplace. Yeah. They need to stay within. Yeah. And then right. if
0: they happen to be there, they'll be there again to, right. you know, tone it down. Right. The fire, you know. Right. And I think it makes a lot of sense because literally that's kind of, like, what it feels like. In yeah. Your head, you know. The fire is just there burning. And, like, when I say, like, navigate, they like, a therapist helps you navigate through life, it's almost like... Um, we're so caught up on so many things happening yeah. that we literally don't even know how to talk, t- like to ourselves in a way, or with Like mm-hmm. we don't understand ourselves, you know. And I think that that's what like therapy does for me, at least. Well, yeah. Like it literally sits me down, and with a therapist there saying, "Hey, do you realize this is happening?" Right. You know, and I'm like, "Oh my!" Like, yeah. I didn't even know. I don't know how to do that. Right. And then he's like. Well, how how will you feel if this happens or that, or if, you know, right. do it this way? Like, I think that's what therapy does for me,
1: right? Like, it's like a sounding board mm-hmm. to give you some different ideas, but mm-hmm. not necessarily tell you what to do no, or like how to do, do it. With me. Yeah, and I, and like I, you know, I said that to my therapist the other day. I was like, "You, like, your office is like the safe space where I feel like I can actually like mm-hmm. let." Like, really cry. Like, really, really cry.
0: But I think it's your real honest self, too. Well, yeah.
1: And, you know, and she had a good point. She was like, as a working mom who is a person that also is doing things, of course this is your space to cry. Like, don't feel weird about it being your space to, like, cry. She's like, life is so busy. You need space to cry. It's okay that this is your space to, like fully you know I always I say it's my Kim Kardashian crying like where I am just (laughs) ugly crying like crazy um and like letting it all, and I feel so much better I feel like I need a nap but I feel (laughs) so much like release from that but when do I have space to do that at home like not really like I you know I'm taking care of my kids or I'd rather read a book like I don't necessarily like give myself the space at home to like do that,
0: well, and hard. I don't want to. I know. And a lot that's of like, what I
1: pay her for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us like have a hard time focus- You know, it's like when I tell you when you're like, "Hey, did you watch something?" And I'm like, "I don't watch TV." And you're like, "Is it bad that you sit and watch TV?" And I'm like, "I don't. I don't know how to do that." Right. Like I feel guilty for not doing something else, kind of thing. And right. like, you know, I feel like, yeah, that's how. Giving myself time for therapy is, you know, hopefully going to feel like again.
1: Do you feel (laughs) Mm. (laughs) – yeah, you're already like, nope. (laughs) No, like, do you – so, like, when it comes to you with therapy, Mm -hmm. like, you're not doing individual therapy Mm. right now. And, like, what do you think – is holding you back from like doing individual therapy because you're seeing a therapist,
0: <laughs> so um, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that like there's probably so much opening that will happen, and I'm like almost afraid to open the, it's like the floodgates, like it's almost like, safer I don't really to cry go enough as it is <laughs>
1: to th- like, couples therapy than it is yeah. to go to individual, so,
0: yeah. Because I feel like I don't know, maybe I'm building like a different foundation for what's coming when I go <laughs> on my own kind of thing. Explain. Like, you know, like um like building the like right support that I will need when that happens. When you <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I feel like once I get the right therapist or the therapist that, you know, could do more for me, if that's what I'm looking for.
1: Um, oh, like more for you individually. Yeah,
0: I feel like that's when, like I say, the floodgates. Is that how you say it? The floodgates yeah. are gonna open, mm-hmm. and like, there's gonna be so many packed up crap behind the, that file cabinet that's just gonna like, yeah, burst out, like Probably. so bad. And I'm like, I think I'm scared of that. I think that's understandably why. so. I think that's why I keep putting it back, and then I'm like, oh no, okay, I can do it. But then no. but like going to couples therapy. Has helped me one with communication, yeah, better communication, two with understanding how parts of myself also affect other parts of my life. Yeah, I feel like it's helping understand more. It's almost like the soft opening to this, uh, yes, situation. absolutely. I think so, um, but I know that eventually yeah, the time will come. Hello. And been saying that
1: you need to go to individual therapy forever. Right. And then I'm just
0: going to keep saying it until it takes root. I tried once.
1: I know you did.
0: It was just... It didn't work. Post-it notes are not for me.
1: Post-it <laughs> notes are not for you. For reference, if you're looking for bad signs of a therapist, it's a therapist that tells you just, like, literally her every answer was to put post-it notes places. Either as reminders to do things, reminders to love yourself, reminders for whatever. It was all post-it note based, which
0: is not bad to do. It's just but it was not all she... at that time. No,
1: <laughs> it was not great. It was like when my therapist kept saying to me, "Are your parents alcoholic?" Yeah, yeah. It didn't really just like. Definitely. It wasn't really getting to the root of the problem. It was just giving you a.
0: And like I said, maybe that's that was right for me, like later on, or something, but it just wasn't it didn't work out
1: No. and and then there it's hard no to connection. try someone else because you don't want to keep on like ripping open your heart and being no. like, "Hey, and that's <laughs> the thing
0: um, my couple's therapist is awesome, and like I feel like a better connection with him. I feel comfortable with him, yeah, to express myself honestly, um. And and I think that's what I want to find.
1: And I think that I, I actually like. I think that that's a great jumping-off point because now you've had a good experience Mm -hmm. with therapy, which means that, Mm -hmm. like, you know that there's like more than one good therapist out there, Mm -hmm. just because you went through some bad ones. I've had some. I've had some shitty therapists, and I don't, I don't hundred percent know why they like went into the field. I still remember, like, I went to, um, so that I went to that therapist that was like insistent upon alcoholism that didn't exist Mm -hmm. and then I went to another therapist one time and he wanted to do like this like family tree thing and I had done like my mom's side of the family in one session and then like doing my dad's side of the family in another session and after I did my dad's side of the family which is extra complicated (laughs) for a multitude of reasons he was like you know what I actually need some time to process this. <laughs> Not in like a let me process it in a way to like help you. It was a let me process it for, for myself because okay. you just shared a lot of information. And I was like, but you asked me to. <laughs>
0: That's also why And like I'm trying you. to like tell you. That's why I think... <laughs> 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 That's why connection with a therapist is so important to me. Yeah. Because I don't want somebody to do something like that to me. Like, no. You know, I want somebody, like you said, the validation and also that, like, and they never went out on stuff. Back you know? after that
1: in a yeah, no, because I think that that's important. and and I think, like you can the because, like so the f- the first therapist that I found that like I really had a connection with, and that like I was with her for a couple of years, we got to the point where she knew me too well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and like, I knew she wasn't going to be able to help me anymore in in the way that I needed
0: like like challenging
1: me because she like she just knew me too well Mm -hmm. at that point and we both like came to this like mutual agreement of like hey it's been great I need to find like I have loved working with you it's been so helpful to me and now I need to find somebody else who can look at my situation with a fresh set of eyes and help me in this like next part of my journey and 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 I did that um, I had another shitty therapist in <laughs> and then a better one um, that I was with after that. And then ironically, when after my mom died, I needed to go to like I wanted to go to grief counseling I and I. I reached out to like our local like hospice center and my old therapist was my grief counselor. She was working at the hospice center and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, you're the perfect person for this because, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it it really worked out well that way. So then she was able to do like the grief counseling with me. And then mm-hmm. and then I went back to regular therapy. So like it it was kind of nice how that worked out. And then I've had. Two therapists in the past five years, I only switched therapists because I had an insurance issue, but I'm really happy that I'm with a the therapist that I'm with now. And I loved the therapist that I had before too. She was the one that really helped me gain some acceptance for calling my past what it was and saying things weren't right that weren't right. And now this therapist that I have now is the one that's with me on this journey of like a Hell, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Look at you. I'm proud of you, and like, like she's like my world. cheerleader, and it's and so they've all been appropriate for like the different places where I've been, but I'm also empowered at this point, and probably also from like working in the field to be like, "Hey, this is what I need right now, and I know so I have a little bit of a <laughs> a little bit of an advantage there because i I know what I need well enough to ask for it. <laughs> from them which is yeah it's good but yeah i mean i i think in in turn like i'm proud of you for like getting as much as you have from couples therapy and i'm excited for you to go to individual
0: it will happen
1: i know it will because i say therapists and research (laughs) them and (laughs) and and did it and and i mean and i think like the like the other like signs of like a good therapist like I'm like my husband and I are doing couples counseling too and I'll share this with his permission (laughs) but like we had like our fourth session with our therapist the other day and my husband's gone through a lot a lot (laughs) in the past year and a half and I mean in his life too really and um has not always paid attention to it and our therapist you know stopped our session the other day and he was like hey I think you need to focus on individual I don't think you need to be in couples counseling right now and he knows that like I'm already like very invested in my own journey and he like kind of called Mike out and I was like oh this this could go (laughs) either way or whatever and and now they're starting individual therapy i'm like super proud of him and i was really yeah. i was really proud of the of the therapist for like saying like a yeah. hey like you know i can see that like you're really struggling and like it breaks my heart for you and i feel like your heart is broken so like how can i help you That's and i thought that was really beautiful makes me cry cry. because he cares and like there's so much compassion behind it and he doesn't want to fix him but he wants to show him you know that things can be better and I thought that that was really beautiful yeah and so you know we're we're not going to be doing couples counseling for a while and he said you know I you know they're emailing in between and then I sent him an email this morning and I was like I just I want to tell you, like, professionally, I think that that was amazing what you did. Like, that was gutsy and you did the absolute right thing. I was like, and then number two, like, I, you know, I love that man with all my heart. So, like, I will, like, be, I'll do whatever I need to to, like, be supportive. So, like, if you ever need to call me in for a family session, if if you ever, like, if you ever think of a way of, like, in which I can be supportive, like, please email me, reach out, whatever. Like, I want to be, like, a part of it. And Mike's nervous. <laughs> He's oh, nervous for the same reason that you are. Of mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of stuff. And when it all comes out, it's going to come out and it's going to hurt. And I think, like, we're so scared of the hurt part. But the hurt part doesn't last for forever. It sucks. And it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm and you know it, it for the sake of you know saying clichés like it gets worse before it gets better but mm-hmm. like there's also like this other side of it where i'm like hey guys come come with me to the other side where like it's really beautiful over here and it's still kind of a mess but like come here <laughs> i think
0: it's like we're not used to like we're so used to saying like hey like you got this in one more day you know, keep mm-hmm. going. Just leave that behind right now. We're going to go towards
1: survival the, mode. Yeah,
0: And we've been on it for so long that like to actually go back through all that again, mm. like and kind of like we live that in our minds. Right, because it's 30 it's plus just, years of stuff. It's, it's, it's bound to hurt and it will hurt and it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's going to be a lot. I'm sure.
1: I mean, that's part of the reason why I gave you your care package today was to say
0: <laughs> Which is so pretty. What, <laughs> uh
1: which was to say like you're not alone in this. Like I am I look like my
0: daughter right now. <laughs> what? I looked like my daughter right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that like, you know, you're not alone and, and I'm here to support you in whatever way you know i can through She's your journey now, if
0: anybody wants to know i <laughs> you're also look like you're going to it's fine
1: be, because i think it's important and like that's you know i mean that's how i feel you know with my husband too like i like y'all are like the two most important people in my life and so like i'm going to i'm going to do what i can to be supportive and be there and like love you guys through it so <laughs> You're not by yourself.
0: I think we know. I think it's harder <laughs> to just, you know, take the first step.
1: Absolutely.
0: But I think we're both doing what we need to do to get there. I mean, you had, like, in a way, you got to think of yourself like you've been eye opening to both of us in a way. I don't mean to speak from Mike because I really I mean, you don't can, know. Yeah. <laughs> you can speak but, like, from a little if bit. You yeah. Think about it. Like you know, where would we be if we didn't have the eye-opening world of therapy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's thing. kind of my whole personality. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> no, but it, like it helps with the understanding more. Like, cause it's more than we think it is. It's not like you said before, like, you don't just go there and, like, oh, my God, he's going to fix I'm going to tell him I'm crazy. Like, he's going to hear crazy things from me. Right. And, you know, because that's what people assume right. sometimes. Or, you know, he's going to judge me. He's going to know, like, the right. things that I judge myself for. You right. Know? He's going to know. and He's going to do it, too. But then
1: I think, though, like, that's the thing, right, is that, like, you say something mm-hmm. and you expect it to be met with, like, judgment and you're mm-hmm. just met with empathy. Because... We're just right. ourselves. Absolutely. And we expect other people yeah. to do the
0: same if we completely tell everything how it is. Because how
1: empathetic are you to yourself? Not at all. Right.
0: That's where we're going in circles here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we're back <laughs> to loving yourself and right. how to be nice to yourself. But I and but I mean I that's why like I, I think the opportunity to be in Involved in therapy is so important because it's just like I, I don't. I think, I think you could get there on your own with a lot of support. Mm -hmm. I think you get there faster when you have somebody that that's like literally their designated thing is to be like, "Hey, (laughs) you're doing great. You're (laughs) right." You do feel that way and know you're wrong about this and like just like calling it for what it is and 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 having, and to be honest, just having somebody listen, somebody who is not involved at all other than your well-being.
0: Which I would say when I go to couples counseling and I can tell you my partner feels the same way Uh when we go to couples counseling and we come out of that room, we're like, ah. <sighs> Like, it felt good. It felt so good.
1: But you get amped up going in there because you don't know, like, oh, what's going to come up or what's going to happen. The
0: first time, I was, like, so scared. But as yeah. soon as he asked the first questions, I was like, well, let me tell you this. And then we were both like, really? <laughs> oh, no. Like, we had conversations right. that were so good. Like, deep right. conversations. Right. And you don't have that all the time. I wish um, I did. I know. That would be my whole. It's very intriguing. Yeah, to have those understanding like, deep conversations. Cause
1: that, cause like I think like that's part of my like love for therapy and like mental health or whatever is because like I want to know like your inner workings and like how you got to your conclusion and well, I want to like I want to know all of that.
0: You know what that feels like to me? I'm gonna what? compare it to something. Yeah, yes, this is what I do. But you know, like when you see people, I don't know, maybe it's me and I do weird things. But you know Some. when you see people go digging for rocks. And they yeah. find this like dirt-looking rock,
1: and, and they're they... like,
0: "Oh, we found something cool." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a dirty rock, my dude. Like, it's fine." <laughs> and then they like wash it and they do the rinse thing, and then it's like a shiny, pretty rock, and you're like, "Yeah, like, how do right. you do that?" Right. That's how I feel. About yes, it. that's a beautiful. Like, you know, like the conversations like that. Yeah. Like, it's eventually like it's like. Digging to find the right. beauty in that rock.
1: Because there are so many beautiful parts to people and they don't even see oh, yeah. them. And like that was like I'm gonna cry again. My oh, no. God. It is <laughs> I I'm it's also like almost that time of month. So like don't I'm gonna, like oh, anyway. <laughs> No, so I'm like extra emotional. It's true. It is what it is. We have like one week of normal out of like four weeks of being a woman. But like <laughs> I I like that was one of the most – that was one of my favorite things when I was doing therapy and I would like – like you could see the light bulb go off in people like when like they would realize something about themselves just through talking and to be like – it was like an honor to like be a part of that moment and like watch it happen and like I used to say that to them and then I would cry they because everybody would always be like, oh, Jaggy cried. Again, And I'm like, because I'm so proud of you. Like, you have no idea. Like, I'm watching. Like, you know, the first time I meet people, you know, most of the time they were they were like very deeply in crisis. And then to like get to know people and like build, you know, the these like relationships with them and then see them, see themselves, like how I see them. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so wonderful. That was my favorite part. It was also very draining, but it was very, <laughs> it was. But it was beautiful and, like, and, you know, so that's why I get all, like, amped up about it for, like, the people that I'm especially close to. I'm like, yes, yes, (laughs) see it. See how wonderful you are, please. (laughs) sure. (laughs) How uncomfortable are you right now? Mm. Your legs shaking
0: a little bit. Oh, I do that all the time. Cause I'm always uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, but no, I'm not. It's just. It, I
1: think that like it, the idea of like going to therapy, I think it can be really intimidating. But I, I just, I think that it would be so much better if like people thought about it. In, in a different light. Like, it's not because you're crazy. It's not because you can't handle things yourself. It's not because you're weak. It's not any of that stuff. It's it's just a beautiful way to have, have support, like extra support, because we all need support. We're not supposed to be doing life by ourselves, and we're not supposed to be 100% self-sufficient. Like, we're supposed to have relationships and connections and... Help each other,
0: and I think that that's what we're doing with this podcast.
1: We're yeah.
0: trying to open a new light to this you know view of therapy and mental health and trauma and you know the chaos in our lives, um, which we all have like we're all going through our own struggles, we're all going through our own experiences, but like you know, I share mine so you guys you know can relate and you know you're you're not alone. We all go through this. You share yours because we know where we can end up, right. Eventually, and how you're still working. You right, know, it's still a work in progress. Right, you know, and and I think that's a, a, our goal is to like help people like realize that it's not. It's not what we think it is sometimes. No, and there's it's not like some, happen.
1: like, there's not some, like, perfect story and, mm-hmm. like, the same path isn't the right path for everyone. And so, like, that's why it's, like, so important to, like, learn about yourself and know what you need and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and whatnot in order to, like, get there. But, like, so, to need help doing that, I don't think that that's a bad thing. And it, and I think it's unfortunate that it's, like, gotten so stigmatized through different ways over the years to where like you know people don't talk about it or they you know like they act like it's like this very like taboo subject to talk about like if you're you know having mental health issues Mm -hmm. but like I don't and and maybe it's just because of like all the work that I've done on myself but like Mm -hmm. I don't see myself as a weak individual (laughs) I don't like i don't see myself that way and i don't see me like i will readily talk about going to therapy with anyone (laughs) like i'm not i'm not shy about that and like i and i am okay with like i've gotten okay with being like vulnerable and like sharing parts Mm. of my my story and and stuff like that because i feel like it's important i feel like secrets grow in the dark they keep you sick that's what like we like say in like the the Mm -hmm. substance abuse field to say that like secrets keep you sick in terms of like not being honest about like relapsing or something like that Mm -hmm. but I also think that that holds true in like Mm -hmm. mental health right like Mm -hmm. that like if you're keeping a bunch of stuff inside and like then it just, you know, has all this room to, like I said earlier, to like fester and mold and mm-hmm. and grow. But it's in the dark. So, you know, whatever. So you still don't feel good on the inside. But on the outside, you're like, everything's okay. I'm fine. It's like, fine. we're good. Like, oh, I've been through worse. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so had it worse than I do. So I'm just trying to, you know, take it one step at a time, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I don't think I don't think it helps anybody. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think, you know, like this like trauma comparison or comparison of lives in general is like really incredibly helpful. Like I think we, you know, it, what you've been through is what you've been through. It's made you who you are. And if it was hard for you, then it was hard for you. And like, you know, that's what, like we've said before, like, you know, if we both leave your neighborhood at the same time and we both get rear-ended going out separate, you know, exits or whatever – I might not want to drive for six months, and you might be like, "I don't care, whatever. <laughs> My bumper's falling off. I'll just, go. <laughs> I'll just go anyway. Like it doesn't matter." Like that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be upset, and it doesn't mean that you should be more upset. Yeah. It's just our individual experiences and like what mm-hmm. what we went through. So.
0: Your favorite thing, they can coexist. They
1: can coexist. Yes, they can. Because, uh, like, you know, like, I've I've heard people, you know, say that stuff before. Like, um, oh, well, you know, even in regards to, like, sharing my own story. Mm-hmm. Like, to be like, well, you know, my neighbor just found out they have cancer. So, like, aren't you glad that, like, that's not your journey? And I'm like, I... <laughs> am happy that I'm not currently experiencing that. And that doesn't take away from my own experience. Like I'm sad for that to be happening to someone and to be happening out in the world. And I'm still sad about my own stuff. Like it doesn't make me feel any better because yeah. someone else is also sad. Like that would be like, you know, oh, well, like this person's happier than you. So c- should you really be that happy well, why can't we both be happy? Like, why can't we both be sad about different things? Why can't we be happy about different things and And so I just I just find it interesting to like know where that where that story got twisted along the way that like somebody has to have it worse than you or someone has to have it better than you and you have to constantly be in comparison for the best and the worst. You can't just be okay with where you're at <laughs>
0: yeah I think it's just how the old days like a lot of people got through stuff yeah because they didn't have the education and therapy right or trauma that you know would help right Um. so it was just like hey just pick up your chin like you know keep your head up keep walking straight forward it's is. survival mode yeah, and I and I mean, that's what it is
1: people get stuck in it and I find that to be really i unfortunate because survival mode gets you through things and the the skills that you've learned like they help you to a certain extent right but like it's it's not forever you don't need to live that way for forever like Mm -hmm. you can eventually just be and and find some peace with where you're at and and whatever and like I mean it's it's the same like I talk about you know my issues with my parents and whatever, that doesn't mean that I don't love my parents mm-hmm. because I talk about the issues that I had with them and the things that weren't okay. I, you know, I, I have a I have a harder time <laughs> with my dad's stuff because he was a little less remorseful ever <laughs> about things. My mom, sometimes, you know, she showed more glimpses of, of having some empathy towards things. And I, I you know, I think... I have a little bit more empathy towards her. But, like, just because I talk about it doesn't mean that, you know, I don't love them or wouldn't have, like, sat – if I had the opportunity, wouldn't have sat down with them and said, hey, like, how can we make this better and, like and, – and gone from there and tried to find some healing. But I unfortunately don't have that opportunity. So I can't do it. All I can do is talk about it and then talk about what I'm learning from it and then hopefully help other people <laughs> who have the opportunity to To do that,
0: yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure it will, and it's good, you know, because people can relate to you. People can relate to you too. (laughs) Thanks, but even if not, you know, like it still kind of gives them a different perspective, right? In therapy, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, we – like, I, I've posted a video on social media, um, like, via, like, psychology today of, like, how you can find providers in your area of, like, how you can, like, look for a therapist in – look – you can, like, narrow it down by insurance or, like, self-pay or, like, sliding scales, which, like, sliding scales are, like, based on income. So, like, if you don't have insurance and you – have a lower income like there are places that that will try and make it fit there are local places that have copay assistance programs um there's a lot of stuff out there you just kind of have to know where to look and so I I did post that resource on our social media I can repost it because you can even narrow it down by like what you're looking for like if you're looking Mm -hmm. for help with like depression issues or anxiety issues or PTSD or you know ADHD stuff or whatever like you can you can really narrow it down you can look for therapists that use a certain form of therapy EMDR. and it's really yeah EMDR CBT DBT like all of those kinds of things like you can you can do that so i'll repost that um because i think that that's appropriate for after this episode like if you are interested in and looking for a resource it's not just local to us here in lancaster but it's it's available with like anybody who is registered with um, psychology today, which I think is it, that's a pretty good resource because like people have to pay <laughs> to be a part of that. So you kind of know that they're a little bit more legit than just like a regular Google and finding somebody um, um, that way. But, yeah, I'll post that again.
0: It's appreciated.
1: Of course. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, I hope I hope the perception of of therapy changes. I think younger generations are a lot more open about it. Sure. And I hope that I I would love in my lifetime to see it be like going to the doctor. You go to the doctor once a year to check your physical health. You go to the doctor when you're feeling sick. It's the same way as, you know, going to therapy, check in with somebody just to to, you know, make sure your mental health is okay too. Because it's important If not more important sometimes because I think it affects your physical health too. That's true.
0: So. Yeah. That's completely true. Yeah. With that being said, we just want to thank you for listening. And we appreciate you tuning in with us.
1: For episode nine already. We're almost at episode 10. That's insane.
0: Double digits.
1: Hooray. (laughs) That's so cool though. I'm really excited about it. But yeah, uh, and make sure that you are following us at Comforting the Chaos on Instagram. And we also have a Facebook group called Comforting the Chaos as well. And we will talk to you next time. Thank you.